Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. And uh, as usual, we've had an extremely exciting, productive week. <laughs> yeah. Always. always i i recorded a podcast yesterday oh you cheated I, on me what did, what was, podcast did you do well you cheated on me first with the same person it was um l's ellen clifford's wine oh. podcast oh cool which i was nervous about because she's like a love she's like a super advanced like wine person but it was fine oh yeah you can hold your own yeah I mean, you have some wine training. I, I do uh, have some wine training. Uh, I have absolutely none except for drinking wine. And um, I actually was, I think, I believe I was on the extreme, the very first episode of that podcast as their guest. Oh. Years ago. So I'm excited to listen to it. Well, I think it'll be out. I'm not sure when, but because she, unlike us, she doesn't just like record it and then just like up, immediately upload it without editing a single. Time. Well, to our, in our defense, we run a very topical podcast and um, yeah, you got to get it out. Yeah. Cause like the goop news moves fast. So it's yeah. not like wine. That's like a thousand year old agricultural tradition. I know. Goop is like, if you don't, you know, if you don't get your thoughts out there right away, it's like, what's the point? I don't know. Sometimes I wish it moved a little faster, to be honest. Well, no, that's true. I mean, we're, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but like, we're slowly getting back into the groove of like, we're things there. happening. We're it's it's happening. It's happening. Um, But we also did something else this week that was like a long time coming. We did. We, we had been hinting at it. We had been promising it and we finally did it. We um both separately returned to at least my old stomping grounds of, of grocery mm -hmm. shopping, um, Trader Joe's. Yeah. So just a little background, as some of you may recall about a year ago, maybe a year and a half, 
No, I think it was more like a year ago. I said, I put my foot down and I was like, I'm not going to Trader Joe's anymore. Everything there is filled with inflammatory oils, which I didn't use that word at the time, but that was what I meant. Everything no, your, body, there, your body knew. My body knew. And it's like, you read the ingredient label. And even if you're not like, oh, you know, on the Bobby approved app 24 hours a day, like me, like you look at these ingredients and you're like, this can't be good. I mean- this is they're advertising it everything at trader joe's you're like oh it's kind of healthy right and i don't know um they're advertised as this like a wholesome brand and then you like look at what is in this shit and it is as bad for you as going and buying like any processed crop from like any normal supermarket yeah what is the aura that i because i i also like have been going to trader joe's basically my whole life um and I don't know if it has changed or it hasn't. I mean, it, yeah. those some of those things have been there. I mean, like that orange chicken has been there my entire yeah. life, and so has the um. I mean, the, the thing that I can probably never buy again for the rest of my life, which are the the that bucket of tiny chocolate chip cookies, which has plagued me since I was a small child. Like I've never been able to get over those bitches. Yeah. I mean, they have been with me forever. Those my my trigger foods from Trader Joe's since childhood were are the the homemade flour tortillas the like really mm -hmm. thick ones mm -hmm. and then the the actually whatever the opposite of a trigger food is because my mom like whenever my mom would work she would just like um buy a bunch of those frozen spinach lasagnas for us yeah and I think like back in the nineties those tasted disgusting still they taste disgusting today they're probably actually one of the more healthy things you can get at Trader Joe's but I yeah. I can't even look at them because I had so many of them when I was a kid I used to get the um pot stickers and I used to also try to kill myself by ODing on those orange vitamin C tablets that I don't think they make anymore do you know oh yeah no the ones that you chew yeah no I think they still make them oh my god those I used to like sneak into the cabinet and eat those like candy they're they good. were so good because they're just like filled with sugar yeah 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 um which is probably maybe is why my immune system is so strong today <laughs> you're just like I'm like super with vitamin c yeah I mean I can't believe I mean to me now that's like a that's like it gives me a lot of anxiety to think of like a child like just eating vitamins like by the handful out of yeah, the jar but back then vitamin like this was before sort of the I mean vitamins obviously existed in the 90s but like I feel like when we were growing up vitamin c was like the one vitamin that you always had to have like that vitamin was the thing. and then of course the famous Flintstone sure sure but my mom never well that's the thing is like those Trader Joe's vitamin C tablets have just as much sugar. They probably have more because they're huge. They probably than... definitely have more. I mean, I took both and I enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed all of it. But the the Flintstones ones, they were good, but they still had that sort of like medicinal aftertaste. Yeah. But vitamins, the vitamin C tablet, I mean, truly tasted like candy. Uh oh, for sure. Um, and like I guess it's the the atmosphere. I don't know that it is like that anymore, but I feel like, and this might be a faulty memory, but it's sort of the, the stores back in the day sort of looked like, or like were inspired by um, like health food stores and co-ops. 
it had that atmosphere more than like of a typical grocery store. Well, it's because they don't use like everything is their own brand. Like yeah. they don't use like major labels, although it is all of the same stuff. I mean, like that's one of the like hacks that people like to talk about with Trader Joe's like, oh, the crackers are really Ritz crackers. Or, like these are just like the exact same as Doritos or whatever. Like it's the exact same stuff. They just put it in a different bag and they sell it to you cheaper. And so I think that's why people like it because, you know, it's cheaper. And then the packaging and stuff is a little bit, yeah, like you said, like it's a little crunchier. It's more wholesome. It doesn't look like the rest of that stuff. Um, but it is a lot of the time. Yeah, it's just as bad as any sort of generic Kroger or Albertson brand thing that you yeah. buy in a regular grocery store. So yeah, you stopped going to Trader Joe's a year ago. Yeah. I oh, and then oh. sorry, the other reason is that the produce also is like oh, all the, con- consistently really bad. The right, produce sorry. is disgusting, especially the fruits. Um, yeah, some of the, the the like root vegetable stuff you can get away with, but uh, yeah. like most of the produce and everything has so much packaging too. Everything is wrapped in plastic. It's like really bad for the environment. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. Oh no, what was I gonna say? Like, oh, you so you, yeah, you stopped going like a year ago, and then I, after, because like I had, you know, already sort of started to try to get in shape. I was playing a lot of tennis, and I was like really proud of myself. And then I got my blood work done at the beginning of the year in like January, and it was like worse than it's ever been before. <laughs> I was like, my doctor put me on fucking Lipitor, and I was like, oh, what's and. Granted, a lot of that issue was probably due to the fact that I like wasn't cooking on the days I was playing tennis. So I was like getting fast food. We've already gone over all this. But I think my grocery shopping also had sort of gotten out of hand. And I was just like going to Trader Joe's willy nilly every week and stocking up on because you'd be like, oh, well, I'll just get my my grocery list and then I'll get like one or two treats. And then if you get one or two treats a week of like, oh, a bag of chips, a thing of cookies, like that's you're just like constantly eating chips and cookies right it's like you can't really you can't eat. just get one or two like treats a week well it it's also like way. if you get a treat at the supermarket you're not getting like a treat you're getting like five treats because yeah. it comes in a i mean they don't sell that stuff like individually no yeah so you're getting you know i'm getting like a pint of ice cream i'm getting a I love the little that like Indian um, Shakti snack mix is so tasty, but again, it's just filled with inflammatory oils. Their corn, I love their elote corn chips. It's all like just complete garbage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I stopped in January. I went completely just Whole Foods or nothing. I was like, I need to simplify. I can't just because I also I would be the type of person who would be like, oh, I go to Trader Joe's and I would go to Gelson's and I would go to Whole Foods and I would go to Vaughn's to get. Well, everything. you'd have to. I used to go to Trader Joe's when I lived in Los Feliz. I would go to Trader Joe's and then I go right across the street to Gelson's to get all my fruit and veg. And that's that's easy at least because they're right across the street from each but other. But it's still a huge pain in the ass because Hyperion was like not. I mean, it was it stressed me out and I hated it. Yeah. Um. And now and like. There's certain things, I mean, every, like no grocery store has everything in the world. Like even Whole Foods, there's like John loves, um, you know, Coke Zero. And that's one thing that like, I can't get a Whole Foods for him. So he has to get it himself. Yeah. Which is fine. He doesn't mind. Well, uh, I did have to fill in some holes this week after our Trader Joe's tra- shopping. Tra- oh, for I sure. No, I, to- 
Did, did you, so what was your supplementary grocery store that you went to after Trader Joe's? Ralph's. Okay. I went to Whole Foods. Um, but I went to, cause I didn't feel like driving to Burbank after I drove to the Silver Lake, um, Trader Joe's. So I went to like the little Silver Lake Whole Foods. Well, I usually go to Whole Foods and there were things that I wasn't able to get at Whole Foods that I hoped I would be able to get at Trader Joe's. And then when they weren't at Trader Joe's, I finally went to Ralph's and what do you know, there it was. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, you know, whatever. I mean, that's the thing with Ralph's and Vaughn's and those big, they have the most things for sure. And they just don't sell out. Like some of the things were things that like would have been at Whole Foods, but they were just like out. Cause I also mm. go, I have a big Whole Foods. I'm very lucky. I'm blessed by God. And I live, <laughs> I live within walking distance of two Whole Foods. That's crazy. I know, but I prefer to go to the smaller Whole Foods where like daddy Jeff Bezos watches me shop and I just get to walk out, which I don't think is at, stocked quite as well, but it just has that feel of like a small neighborhood. It's like, little, it's even store. smaller than the Silver Lake one, I think. Oh, it's, oh yeah. But it's cuter than that one, yeah. I think. And because it's like, the it's like the original, I think it was from the seven. It's like the original Whole Foods in LA. At least I think that, it might be. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um. And also, I'm sorry, I hate this about myself, but I really like the thing where you don't have to check out and you just scan your app. I love it. I almost, th last week when there was a fucking long line, even at the self-checkout thing, I was really tempted to sign up for the the Bezos microchip thing. I think I will. I'll probably just- Honestly, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna if do they it. have it, if they have that at your store, I would they honestly do, do it. They I mean, do. look, here's the thing. If they have it at the store, then they're watching you anyway, because they're not like picking who to watch and who not to watch. They're probably taking data from what from your behavior and tracking how much you're spending, whether you're using the app to pay or not. That's number one. Number two, if you already shop at Amazon, it's like they have enough information. I mean, sorry, this is the millennial like slide into complete submission that I have been fighting and our, my entire generation has been fighting since we like reached the age of maturity, but I, I am, I fall victim, victim to it every time, which is just like, you're being surveilled. You're being like watched too much. And then just saying like, who cares? Just go with it. You're not that important anyway. That's the, that's yeah. like the millennial, like the subtext that like makes millennials have like a, 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 like a constant inferiority complex. And I'm reinforcing it right now with what I'm telling you. I realize that, but, um, it is a lot easier. <laughs> no. And they're, and they're, they, they're, you know, trying to transition to this system. And so they're just going to make it harder and less convenient to do the traditional, um, bringing up of groceries until, you know, they're beating everyone into submission. Well, not every store has it yet. I think it's still like, it's still most stores don't have it. They, well, all the stores, I mean, I only really go to the Burbank and then occasionally the Glendale and the Silver Lake, all of those have it as an option. None of them. Have really? Like, because yeah, none... the one, the reason I go to the one, um, they have the, where you can wait, do you, where you don't have to go to the checkout at all. You can just walk out. I think so. Cause app. they have those little booths where you can sign up for it. But so do they have the thing where you can walk in and scan it and walk out and scan it? I, I'm not I sure. I think, think so. Um, I, I don't, don't know do. because I think you would know okay because the one by me doesn't have it 
It doesn't have the just walk out thing. So what would what would I be signing up for then? Is it just well maybe you can sign up for it, but I don't think but it, if you I mean you would see people doing it. I mean you would I haven't noticed. Oh next next time I go, okay, here's for you know all you listeners who are excited about our our grocery store journeys. Next when I go to Whole Foods this weekend, I will sign up for it and then I'll see if I can actually do it or if it's like a uh, yeah, the it's they don't have it in that many stores. I think it's just this one in Sherman Oaks and then the one in um there's one in Washington, DC that has it. Oh, okay. So maybe it's just for the future that you're signing up. Or you can sign up and do it in yeah. In the Sherman Oaks one. Yeah. Um okay. So should we just read our grocery receipts and say what yeah, we got let's just store. quickly go through i mean is this boring i uh, don't know you but... know i think people i think i'm fascinated by grocery shopping so i think our listeners are too i kind of wish we like filmed a like true like haul uh, yeah I, but I, I always wish we did that we really should start you would have to take the i would happily participate but you'd have to take the lead because i filming stuff freak i even just taking a photograph of my meals freaks me out so filming stuff is is tough for me Okay. But I do it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so you did Trader Joe's plus Ralph's. Um. Yeah, but I don't have my Ralph's. So I'll just say the Ralph, the stuff I got at Ralph's was, first of all, the main reason I went there was to get organic or like frozen wild blueberries because they didn't have them at my Trader Joe's and they didn't have them at Whole Foods. And guess oh. what? When I got to Ralph's, I fucking forgot. So I didn't get oh, no. them at all, which is fine. I'll just like, I don't need to have a smoothie every day. Okay. Then... I also had not been able to get um, rice vinegar at Whole Foods for a solid week. It wasn't there. And then I was unable to get it at Trader Joe's. They also didn't have it there. And that is another annoying thing. So went to Ralph's. There we go. No, no, no. Wait a second. No, I did get the rice vinegar at Trader Joe's coconut aminos. I went to, I thought I was going to just get the coconut aminos at Trader Joe's because I know that they have it there. They didn't. And then I got that at Ralph's Mm. and then I grabbed another, I don't know what else I grabbed something else. Oh, I grabbed some tea because I forgot to get it, but I'm sure they had it there. That was it. Okay. Okay. But here's what I got. (laughs) My lot is your list long. Oh yeah. Okay. God, this is going to be so boring. Okay. So the first thing I got was the sparkling water in star fruit. Whenever I go to the supermarket, I get like a LaCroix or whatever. This is the thing that I would say is like a reason to go to Trader Joe's. The star fruit sparkling water is to me, my favorite flavor of sparkling water. Like it's better than any like LaCroix or Waterloo or whatever. It's good. And it's in, these are the ones in like the bigger plastic bottles. They're not in the cans. No, they're in, I get it in cans. Oh, they have them in cans. Yeah. They have them in cans too. Yeah. They also sell those big bottles, but they have the star fruit and they have like a strawberry lemon one. They have, they have them in cans too. Okay. Okay. What else? Oh, okay. So I got like so many impulse buys something I haven't bought in a really long time, which are, um, rice cakes. Mm. I got Lundberg organic brown rice cakes. They are fine. I had one yesterday. I thought like, why not? I'll have that as a snack. Um, dark chocolate. Every time I go to whole foods, I get two bars of dark chocolate. I, my favorite is the 70% Theo chocolate sea salt. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I usually just get like whatever's on sale that doesn't have like a lot of shit mixed into it, but whatever the price, I mean, some of these prices are just like so insanely much better at Trader Joe's yeah. at Trader Joe's. Although I don't think that this chocolate bar was organic. So I got an 85% dark chocolate bar. It came with two bars in like a little box and it was a dollar 79. Yeah. And I mean, at, at Whole Foods, it's like $6 for two bars of chocolate when they're on sale. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Um, cause I, yeah, that's why I get the sale ones and it's still so much more money, whatever. I'm constantly fighting with Brian, trying to convince him Whole Foods is cheap and he knows that I'm wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Crunchy almond butter. We were out. I got a huge two pound box of organic strawberries. I don't know if I'm going to get through all of it, but they were like, I needed some kind of berry. And those were the ones that, that just like looked the best. Yeah. They're fresh or frozen. Fresh. Um, I got the rice vinegar that I was unable to get at Whole Foods, but they had it at Trader Joe's. I mean, life is a roller coaster. Okay. I got the cold brew concentrate, which I always get. It was $8.99. I actually think that it's a better deal because I do like to buy the bottled cold brew. I have a thing to make my own, but I never use it. And I it always ends up being like as expensive because I use so much coffee. Um but $8.99, I think, is kind of expensive. You can get like a La Colombe or whatever, like big bottle for um I think for like six or seven bucks at Whole Foods. And also the way I drink it, I don't even mix it with water. It's like I just kind of drink it straight. So does maybe that I drink, last I'm, a whole week or less? I don't think so. It'll probably last me. I mean, it'll last me like maybe four days. Hmm depending on how much I have. Okay. Then I got two things of sausage. Neither of these are organic either. I got the garlic herb and the smoked apple one mm -hmm. just to have, I got some garlic powder. Fascinating. Oh, okay. This was a thing I wanted to try because everybody on the internet is constantly screaming about how good these are. Bear Bell's protein bars. Have you heard people talk about them? No. I don't know if they're like particularly like a high quality protein bar, but the taste people are like, this is the most delicious protein bar I've ever had. And that's what I was eating when I got on the horn with you this morning. Mm. Um, these are at Trader Joe's you got them? Yeah, you get them at Trader Joe's. And I think people also buy them in like huge quantities at Am on Amazon. Okay. I don't know where else you get them, but I will say this, this protein bar, yeah. It has 20 grams of protein and wow, 18 grams of carbs. So that's kind of high. Well, 15 when you take out the fiber. fiber. Is it organic? No, no, no. Uh, it's just like a, um, but yeah. Okay. So here's what I'll say. This protein bar was really good. It tasted mm -hmm. like a Snickers. Mm -hmm. It tasted as good as any candy bar I would ever have. I don't really see the point in eating a protein bar. I mean, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of protein bars anyway. I like have like an RX bar um, or like a Lara bar or whatever, like when I'm like dying of hunger and I like, but that's it. So it was good. I ate it for breakfast this morning. I don't know that I would like make it a habit, but it does. If you want a protein bar that tastes like a Snickers, get the Bear Bell, um, Caramel cashew flavor. It was really mm -hmm. good. Okay.
I got the organic popcorn in olive oil. I'm like a popcorn head. I have been eating, I shovel it in my face by the fistful every single day. I usually get the lesser evil one. Yeah. Um, thrive market does a great, um, organic sprouted popcorn. Yeah. You have maybe. To make yourself, I just but... thrive market. is just like, I just, I don't know. I never, I mean, I use thrive market like once a year. It's just like, unless you're spending $40, it's not worth it. And I'm never going to like sit down in front of the computer, do my whole like grocery shopping. I always end up getting things I don't need. Yeah, no, I just like keep a running tab. If I need something, I'll put it on the list or I'll put it in my cart. And then when I get to the $50 free shipping, I'll just pull the trigger. But I will like need things. So like the things I would like, I did just do an order on Thrive Market. I got some like protein powder. If I need a bunch of stuff, I'll get it. But it's like, I get popcorn as like, I eat it like every week. Um, Okay. Oh, this is a thing that I actually have always liked from Trader Joe's is the organic brown rice quinoa fusilli pasta. Mm -hmm. I've always been a fan of that. And then they also do one that's um, yellow lentil that people Mm -hmm. like. So I tried, I got that one too. I'll see how they are. I got the frozen brown rice, which I always get at Trader Joe's. I tried the jicama taco shells, which I've always wanted to try there. Did you already try them? Yeah, they were like, okay, I made tacos last night with them. You know, as expected, they were a little slimy. I like kind of like I fried them a little bit in avocado oil before I ate them just to like warm them up and like soften them up a little bit. They were fine. I mean, I would rather I mean, if I was like doing a whole 30 or whatever, I'd get them again. But for the most part, they're kind of like slimy and gross for a taco, I thought. Yeah. Um. I got some coleslaw on kind of on a whim. I made a coleslaw last night and I had it with the tacos. It was fine. That like, that's the good stuff though. Like they're like pre-shredded or whatever if you want. So, totally. cause I would never make my own coleslaw and I would only buy it. So, um, and I do like to use like pre-made coleslaw kind of a lot. So that's something I love like a slaw Me too. and like mix it into like ground meat or something. And that's what I eat. That's my disgusting way of life um i got a two pound bag of organic yellow apples those were so good um i got the cruciferous crunch salad which is like another thing that's similar to the slaw Slaw, it doesn't come with like dressing or anything that i know of okay the gluten-free chocolate muffins those are really good Hmm. I can tell you're getting bored already. No, no, no. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know this is really boring. Maybe this was a bad idea. Um, is this a paid one or a free one? Free one. It's a free one. Okay, we're gonna lure them into paying <laughs> the big bucks. If you want to hear anything other than our grocery receipts, you're gonna have to pay the big bucks, people. Okay. Bananas. Wait, sorry. I just have to go back to those gluten-free chocolate muffins. Yeah. They're gluten-free muffins. They are so good. They also make a a coffee cake one. What is it? Rice flour, arrowroot mix. Um, I think it's probably rice. I don't know. It's not like healthy, but it is yeah, gluten free. Yeah. Probably rice. I got to- organic tofu. I got sourdough bread. That's for Brian. I got oh, another thing. There's the coconut brings chocolate on a date is the name of a bar that they have there. That's closer to the type of bar that I normally eat. It's basically like a Lara bar. Yeah, more with fruit almond and, butter. Yeah, a little more carby than protein. Yeah, it has um like dates, coconut, and 
almond butter and people love it. They're whole 30 compatible. I've always wanted to try one. So I got a box. I haven't tried it yet, but I will keep you posted. Um, I got a huge thing of basil for $2.79. I don't really know why. I just saw it and was like, I'm it was like another impulse buy, which I don't do in like the grocery store that I go to every week, but I do in whole in Trader Joe's. Was it the basil like plant thing? No, no, it was no. like the big box of it. Oh, I don't know yeah. what I'm gonna do with it, but I'll figure something out. I have an idea that I'll tell you about. Okay, in a few well, minutes. I'm waiting. Because I bought also bought a big thing of basil for a specific Okay, purpose. and then I went into snack time and this, I think this plus the sparkling water, plus if you really wanted to get like a gluten-free muffin, these are the things that I would say are like, go to Trader Joe's for this because some of this stuff is more worth it than others. I mean, I think we can all admit and the fucking snacks at Trader Joe's there, the price is so much better. So organic unsweetened coconut. 199 freeze-dried mango. I get that at Whole Foods all the fucking time. It's so fucking expensive. 399 pineapple chili spice, chili spice dried pineapple, 399 chili spice mango, dried mango again, 249 dry regular non-spice dried mango. I went bonks on this because like I eat dried mango and dehydrated mango all the fucking time. It's like that and nuts are like my go-to snack and they're insanely expensive at whole foods. So I do think that this is a really good deal. Then I also got a bag of 50% less salty, dry roasted almonds for six 99, which I also think was a pretty good deal. So that whole area was like, if you get, if you eat a lot of dried fruit, I would say Trader Joe's all the way for sure. And that was my list. Yay. Are you going to go over your Ralph's list too or no? I already did. I mean, the Ralph's mm. list was just like, I grabbed, um, I already told you what I got. I yeah. just got the, um, I mean, I don't have my receipt anymore, but oh, I right, really right. just, I got the coconut aminos that they didn't have there. I grabbed, I randomly grabbed like a loofah mm. and, um, I, Oh, and I got some Earl Grey, decaffeinated Earl Grey tea that I forgot to get at Trader Joe's. Oh, and I got Brian some Applegate turkey. Nice. Okay. So here's my thing. So I, you know, as you guys probably know, I'll do my little, I'll figure out like what dinner recipes I want to make for the following week and base my uh, grocery list on those. This week, I also, you know, as I mentioned last episode, I wanted to switch up my lunch routine and make like a big, make like big sweet green style salads every day for lunch, which I did. And I highly recommend it. I get so much more vegetables in during the day. I'm going to keep doing this. It is a little more expensive. And now John wants me to make salads for his lunch too. So it's even going to get more expensive. Oh, that's expensive. nice. Yeah, which is fun. Um, So, so uh, my my grocery list was based on that, um, the sweet green harvest bowl. And then my dinner recipes this week were, uh, Rick Martinez's picadillo from Bon Appetit, um, which I made the other day. And then there was a New York times recipe that's, um, beans and greens, a la vodka. That was also very good. And then tonight I'm going to make this smitten kitchen recipe that's called baked farro with summer vegetables. So that's, so 
at Trader Joe's. So, and I also like, I know I'm like crazy with organic stuff. So if I, if I couldn't find like the organic option at Trader Joe's, I did, I did just wait till I, I went to Whole Foods. So I probably oh, honestly yeah. didn't even like save any money <laughs> Okay. or maybe like a few dollars here and there, but not much. Um, okay. So at Trader Joe's, I got, uh, two cans of organic great northern beans that was for my um beans olivadka recipe uh and then oh i the like my impulse buys at trader joe's i just got a bunch of like spice blends that you can't get anywhere else so i got like um a mushroom amami spice blend uh a cheesy spice blend a ranch spice blend a green goddess spice blend and Jesus. i got and i got some um Spanish saffron because they have a really good price there. Yeah. I wanted to, I'm, I'm kind of pissed that I didn't get that Georgian one. The Georgian one, I've had it before. It's one that I, I might actually, I might still have some because I didn't think it was great. What is it? It's like, um, it has like paprika and a lot of like cumin and coriander. It's fine. I mean, I have that. I have all that stuff. Yeah. It's just, uh, I didn't, I never really, like, it would be good if you were making that, like, a meatball type of thing. It might be a good blend, but, um, yeah, I just found myself not using it very much, really. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I mean, the other Georgian thing- food is good, but it hasn't exactly, like, taken over the world. No. But I do love that Georgian restaurant in um, Glendale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I bought a bunch of at Trader Joe's was Ezekiel bread because it's so mm-hmm. cheap there. It's like four forty nine. Where at Whole Foods, it's like seven dollars. So I got three loaves of, of Ezekiel bread That's and I put them smart. in the freezer. Um, and then the other things I got, uh, so I got a pre shredded bag of organic kale for my salads. I got another bag of Tuscan kale for um, for the beans and greens olive vodka recipe. I got uh, organic beets, which were much cheaper than at Whole Foods for salads. I got a bag of organic onions for $3.49, which is a good price. Instead of my Tony Chocolonely, I got two organic chocolate bars from Trader Joe's. Where? What were they? One was just regular dark chocolate with almond. Um, um, and one was milk chocolate truffle, which it was really good, but I didn't look at the ingredient list and it does have like soybean oil or something on it. So I'm not going to buy that yeah. one again, but they were good. And they're only one, they're one ninety nine each for organic chocolate, which is a good deal. That's a good deal. Um, I got some organic date syrup just for fun. Uh, I got a few go macro bars. Cause that is another thing that Trader Joe's has a good price. It's they're two fifty nine, And when they're not on sale at whole foods they're I think they're over $3. So yeah. um, if you're at Trader Joe's and you like go macro bars, stock up. Yeah. Um, but, 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 oh, I also got a, um, my favorite cliff bar is the, um, the cool mint with the added caffeine. I like that one if I need Ooh. a little caffeine. And then, oh, then I got organic zucchini for my um, farro dish that I'm going to make tonight. Three forty nine dollars for a pound and a half, which is like four um, little zucchinis. Pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. And then I got a bag of limes and lemons and limes. If you don't care about organic, um, which le- lemons, I usually get organic just because I usually use the zest limes. I limes are like hard to get organic anyway. And I just don't. Um, so at Trader Joe's, they're super cheap. They're 39 cents each. And then, so then the other stuff I had to go to Whole Foods. Um, let's see if I can read my receipt. Uh, sweet potatoes, organic sweet potatoes <gasps> at Whole Foods. Oh my God, wait. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. No, no, no. 
I also I got a bag of sweet potatoes. Oh, at Trader Joe's. Oh fuck, they did charge. I just didn't read it out loud. Oh, uh, you thought I was like, oh my god, I got a free bag of sweet potatoes, but I just skipped the line. Mm. Damn it. Okay, anyway. Yeah, at Trader Joe's they do have organic sweet potatoes, but you have to get like a whole five pound bag. Yeah, I got. Did I get the organic ones? You know, I don't care. I liked. I mix it up. Like I'll get like half and half, but if. No, nah, these were just regular non-organic sweet potatoes. Yeah, and like I or sweet potatoes are something that you think is going to be really cheap, but like if you get the organic ones, like I got two big sweet potatoes, and it's almost six dollars just for. But two. a big those big sweet potatoes is like that will last me like a literally one will last me an entire week. Yeah, like two two definitely lasted me the whole week of harvest bowls for sure. Okay. Um. Then let's see. I got uh organic Italian parsley. I got a poblano pepper, which went in my picadillo. Um, I got some organic cream for the um, vodka sauce. This was a, this was a bad idea. I got two organic nectarines from Whole Foods, which instantly the day after I got them molded even before they ripened. So I guess it's the end of stone fruit season. Mm. Um, Oh, I got some forbidden black rice organic, which um, goes in my harvest bowls. Uh, some, of course, Mary's heirloom chicken breasts, which goes in my salad. Uh, a bit. Oh, here's uh, the big thing of basil, which I probably should have gotten at Trader Joe's, except I don't think that it was organic because it's $4.99 at Whole Foods. And that's going to go into my um, farro casserole thing. So if you want, I can send you that recipe if you want something to make that basil with. Sure. Um organic fennel bulb which honestly i think i might skip that next week that's something that goes into the harvest bowl but i don't think i care enough about it uh and it's like over three dollars just for one um then i got the farro i got organic mozzarella for the um casserole dish which that's another thing that you can't get at trader joe's they don't have organic mozzarella yeah um organic goat milk feta for my harvest bowls, which is fucking expensive. It's like $8. And then sprouts, which I just love sprouts. So I got, um, I think onion sprouts or spicy sprouts. It doesn't say on the receipt, but yeah, two ninety nine. dollars So that's my list. Yeah. Yeah. See, if you are willing to like not have every single thing be organic. I think you can do Trader Joe's a lot. I think you can do a lot more at Trader Joe's. And I also think, oh, also I, I want to add, I forgot. I, I do have a head of broccoli and cauliflower and one nectarine left over in my, um, in my fridge from when I went to Whole Foods last week and they're still good. My nectarines were good. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I think mine were on sale. They've also, been on sale for like weeks. They're all, yeah, they're always on sale. I don't know what happened with these nectarines. I think might be what happened the, to me. They were, remember, they were also having those blackberries on sale, yes. like three for $10. Um, I was getting those first. It was two for seven and then it was three for 10. This is like literally my grandpa. Like if my grandma could come back from the grave and have a fucking podcast, it would be this. <laughs> All she ever talked about were like coupons and deals. In the supermarket. It's the most interesting thing to talk about. I know. Oh God. Well, anyway, peaches have been sale on sale all summer at Whole Foods, but I got a moldy thing of blackberries oh, at Whole Foods when that sale, but when you do it that Amazon way, as soon as you open it, you're like, fuck, it's moldy. You just click on the app and they just refund you immediately. You don't really? have to do anything. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, I'm going to sign up. 
I'm telling you. So I did have those things. I also have like a ton of like frozen chicken from whole foods and frozen salmon from whole foods in my freezer. And like, those are kind of like my proteins that I use like throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. Plus like these sausages, like that's kind of where I get. And then I just like, will make some like vegetable on the side and then eat that. And that's how I eat. That's how you live. That's how you eat. I live. Uh, cool. Well guys, if you haven't, um, turned off the podcast and thrown your phone into a river by now thank you yeah i mean maybe we should like timestamp this so people oh, yeah yeah well i will put um yeah well i'll i'll figure it out so uh do we have any other we have a, any other goop news before we go on to the newsletters i don't know do we have goop news Not i really. mean i have i don't think so um yeah okay i'll put a little i'll um note what time it is and then i can i mean <laughs> anyway um we also i'll put this as our little ad break in case we get an ad this week oh. uh okay so and now a word from our sponsor oh, maybe <laughs> we don't know okay Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Uh, well, welcome back to Goop Yourself. <laughs> you probably just listened to some weird ad that we have no control over. Yeah, we don't know what it is. Um, and before we get to the newsletters, I just want to welcome Cassidy, who is our newest Patreon Thank member. Thank you for joining. Thanks, Cassidy. Thank you, Cassidy. So newsletters all right let's just get into it okay my best this is i mean my best of the week and i know that this will be controversial because do i even agree with it i don't know but my best is just the grain recipes written by our friend caitlin o'malley are these all Is this just another collection of old recipes that have been on the website for a long time? Yeah, I think it is. Not all of it. Well, probably all of it. Yeah, I don't think that there's one new recipe. But it's good. It's always good to have like a collection of recipes that you can click on for sure. But here's the thing. I'm getting back into grains in a big, powerful way. All right. Like I got those two kinds of pasta. I got, I have, I have a thing of brown rice. I have a thing of quinoa. I'm trying to, I have a thing of oatmeal. The oatmeal is organic. Actually, I think all of it's organic. I'm trying to incorporate healthy grains in a way that doesn't stress me out. And are you, are you, I, are you stressed out by grains just because you feel like it's a lot of carbs? And no, it's not like a weight? fear food issue. Okay. It's like meal prep. Cause you know, I'm a meal prepper yeah. and like, you can't really meal prep grains in a way that is not disgusting. Really? Um, I think like maybe some, maybe quinoa or like farro or some farro, but like not really rice, definitely not pasta. Yeah. Rice and pasta is tough, but like, um, I meal prepped my, the forbidden black rice, um, for my salads this week. And even after five days, it's totally, it's oh, totally really? fine. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, I mean, I guess it is rice. It's not like wild rice, but it's, it holds, it holds up way more than white or even brown rice and it doesn't get sticky. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I would, if you wanted a grain for like a salad, I would highly recommend that that black forbidden rice. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, and I just want to like think of like how to incorporate it more because like, you know, the way that I eat is like I make vegetables and meat and then eat it. Like that's really it. I don't like make I I shy away from like a big like one pan recipe or like really like blending things together Mm. like I just make all the separate components I mean like I make them in a way that they taste good to me I like season them and stuff but I don't like um I don't do like a full I don't do like a recipe recipe I just kind of like make components and eat them together which is how I like to eat and it makes me feel like I like it like that (laughs) but you know I want to have I just want to start throwing a grain in there in a more like natural way So I like these for like inspiration. Any particular recipe you're excited to make? Any particular recipe. I mean, look, let's be honest. Will I make any of these? You don't really make recipes, yeah. I certainly will not. But I do think this Greekish wild rice bowl looks good. 
Yeah, that one did look good. Um, I think that the crispy rice sushi looks really good. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, is this your worst or something? No, no. Uh, I well, it was. I was sort of excited to read it, and then when I looked at the recipes, none of them really sparked joy. So yeah, maybe I'm, not. That's why I was, I, but I was inspired because I am making that smitten kitchen, uh, farro. Some it's like a summer vegetable farro casserole, which is obviously grain based. But I was like, oh, this actually looks way better than any of the goop recipes. So oh, well, a, smitten kitchen is good. Oh, it's great. Yeah, in an indirect way, that grain roundup inspired. Yeah, it's just sort of more. It's not this. The sweet potato quinoa and kale salad, that kind of seems like the sort of thing I might make. Yeah, that's like very similar to what I've been um, having for lunch every day anyway this week. Because this is just like really just a bunch of shit in a bowl. You know what I'm realizing? What? I think I got a free pound of ground beef. Okay. Tell me more. It's not Don't leave my, me hanging like that, Brian. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I made that picadillo, which is basically like ground beef and poblanos and potatoes, and then you put them on tortillas. Yeah. And unless I'm reading this receipt wrong, there's no grass-fed ground beef on this receipt. Oh, never mind. Fuck. It's there. We both got screwed. Yeah. I thought that I got a free bag of sweet potatoes. The ink was like is very faded but it's there i it was on sale for 5.99 for a pound of ground of grass-fed ground beef but no they i didn't i didn't pull them pull one over on them god damn it um but no this was a good i mean compared to what caitlin's been doing lately this is like definitely a step in the right direction look it gave me pleasure and that's what yeah. goop is here for sure to do first and foremost uh all right well my best was gwyneth's essay on turning 50 wait what i wanted that to be my best and then i forgot well we can still talk about it <laughs> i changed i'm sorry you guys i changed mine that's my best too i it was great yeah like so i feel like she's been rampant like she's been writing lots of essays about turning 50 yeah. so Which this one- i would be too i mean yeah. i want to turn write a bunch of essays about turning any age or like even just starting a new day. Yeah. But like, so at first when I opened, I was like, oh, this is an old one. But no, it wasn't an old one. It was, it was new. And it was like, um, it was longer. She's a really good writer. Like, I, yeah. I mean, again, you know, we can all make fun of Gwyneth for a, a variety of different reasons. But she is like putting herself out there in the way that like many celebrities don't, which is uh, to be. Committed. She always has. She was the but, first yeah. one to do it. Yeah. So she uh, she opens the essay talking about um, her experiences both at her mother's 50th and her father's 50th and how sort of different they both reacted to turning 50, um, which was her mom was in a very like celebratory mood and they went to um, Michael's this like, you know, fancy restaurant and there was a party and everyone was drinking wine and having fun. And then it was like a family vacation when their father turned 50. And I don't know if he was sick at this point. This actually was sort of not triggering, but it was very reminiscent of like the experience I had with my father. Not that my father had been diagnosed with cancer when he turned 50, but it was soon after he turned 50. So like the sort of melancholy aging of like, not that I don't know that Gwyneth's father like 
thought, oh my God, you know, I don't have much time left, but it, he was in sort of a, a, a sadder mood. Yeah. So she didn't, she didn't shy away from that. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think when I first started doing this podcast, I was like very dismissive about the idea that so much of this wellness stuff is about trying to just like prolong your life. Like not that it's not, it was impossible for me to see as like a person who had like just turned 30 that, or maybe I was 31 that like, there was anything other than vanity. to like wanting to stay young, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I think young people are kind of, I mean, I certainly was like kind of narcissistic where I was like, everybody wants to be like me because I'm hot, (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, well, no, that's not, I mean, yes, but it's just like, you're alive. Like you're fully functioning and healthy. And like, there's like no sickness in your future. Death isn't in your future, in your immediate future. Like you have everything. And like, that's what people are trying to cling to. I think with wellness more than, more than vanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that that feeling of yeah. Youthfulness and just, and hell, and just like you, you can live up to your full sort of physical and spiritual potential because your body is like working in the way that it's supposed to be working. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, I think it's possible that like, you know, we're trying to do things. I don't think that there's a way it's supposed to be working. I think that aging is natural and death is inevitable. Um, but we're trying to, I mean, like things like using sunscreen every day or retinol or like, really paying very, very close attention to our diet and like eliminating, you know, ingredients or food groups or things like that. I don't think that's like necessarily a natural way to be. Like if we were like just out in nature, we wouldn't be doing those things. Um, we're trying to like beat nature a little bit. Um, but I don't think it's for a negative reason. No, I mean, I, you know, everyone is probably doing it for their own reasons. I know for me in this past year, like really, you know, focusing on my diet and stuff has been, um, maybe it's just like a little bit of a control thing to like, feel like I am in control of my own body. But I also, I know that like, I feel happier. I sleep better. I have more energy. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, these are such obvious things, but like, I can safely say that none of it has to do with, well, I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Cause I do look better too, or like not, I don't want to give a judgment, but I look the, I look more the way I want to look. I don't know. So it's probably a mixture of all those things, but yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't feel like it's superficial. I just think that it's like, it has more, like, I just think that there's like a dismissiveness. Like there are always these think pieces about like Gen Z doesn't get wellness. And they say, go fuck yourself and have a donut, you old bitch. And like, I kind of used to be like that too. I think, I don't think that's like a revolutionary, like generational perspective. I think it's just like how young people feel about this stuff. And I kind of felt that way too. Yeah, because young but, people have the luxury most of the time of 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 treating their body like shit and still like bouncing back really easily. Yeah, and like they're like, well, I keep doing it and I keep being fine, but then like at a certain point, you start to see the mm. impact of that. So like, it's oh, all shit, yeah, it's all like out. inevitable and it's all healthy. And um, and Gwyneth talks about. I mean, it's 
it is a little rich coming from Gwyneth, like one of the most celebrated beauties of her generation, talking about, you know, her imperfections and her fine lines and her sunspots and stuff, because, you know, we all have them. Um, and you only have, you know, yourself to compare to. So I'm sure that this stuff is coming from like an honest, truthful place, but I can see how people would sort of roll their eyes at what she's talking about. Um, well, I get, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody, she does, everybody ages. I mean, I think that's what it's, but that's what it's about. It's like every wrinkle or whatever. It's not like, it's like a reminder of like your mortality. Yeah. 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 That's why, that's why they're ugly to us. It's not because they are like inherently ugly. It's just like, Mm. it makes us think about death. Yeah, it's true. So she she goes on, she talks about her body and the way she's changing. And then she does like a little sort of mantra of, she says, I would like to slow down. I would like to retreat a little bit. I would like to make my circle smaller. I would like to cook dinner more. I would like to see misunderstandings become understandings. I would like to continue to open the deepest part of myself to my husband, even though it scares me. I would like to sing more, even if it's just in the shower. Blah, 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 blah. Um, when I love you, you will feel it encompass you through time and space until the end of earth. I am all of it. That's, I mean, it's a little much, but what are you going to do? It's a bit much. It kind of sounds like that ending monologue at um, Midnight Mass. Oh, I, I, I never watched it, but oh, well, I, heard, I heard that there was alert. a big monologue. It There's reminded me monologue. of like Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Gosh, but I mean, like, it doesn't it always sort of come back down to like that for real? Self-help, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hated the monologue at the end of Midnight Mouth, by the way. But I Interesting. Liked the, the rest of the, I love the show, but I hate it. I that. sort of, it's one of those shows that I was curious to watch and then I never did. I am super excited, chomping at the bit for the new Mike Flanagan, which is based oh, yeah. on the Christopher Pike books, which I'm like so into. I know. Well, oh, I didn't realize that that was based on Christopher Pike books. Yeah. So it's, it's the Midnight Club, um, which is one particular Christopher Pike book. And I think that's sort of the, the skeleton of the show, but the show is going to encompass plot lines and characters from the whole sort of Christopher Pike universe. Okay. I'm going to have to read, cause we've talked about it. We both were Christopher Pike. Oh, for sure. Kid. Yeah. You're either a Christopher Pike or an R.L. Stein and the good Christopher the, the, Pike. I'm sorry. I was like the thinking man's way, horror. Way, YA. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, but I, I also love those books, but I don't remember them very well. Unfortunately. Yeah. The midnight club was the one where it was all the terminally ill kids that um had some sort of, they went, they like, they met in like at, at night, to t- I don't know, talk about their illness or mortality. Or I don't really remember. I just remember one image from that book of one of the kids either getting murdered or committing suicide, but he was like in a wheelchair and yeah. he like, he rolled himself into like a pit of lava. Mm, very, <laughs> that's very nineties. Yeah. And I just um, remember that was like really disturbing. That is disturbing. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I kind of like all, I mean, I'll watch any Mike Flanagan thing. Yeah. I've uh, liked I just thought the Hill House was so fucking good. I wasn't. That was the one I watched, and I I liked it. It. it, I mean, like all Netflix shows, it's like a little long. It it got a little flabby for me. They always do. They always do. But yeah, I thought that was his best one. Anyway, this isn't a mic. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I'm like super excited for the Christopher Pike thing. Yeah. Cause it's the first time. Cause there were in the nineties, they did like a TV movie of one of his books that was really bad. 
And so since then he hasn't agreed to like any adaptations of his work. And this is the first for time. Him. Yeah. And like, my well, clinic... I mean, I feel like this is like, kind of like, this is like a prestige adaptation yeah, for, especially yeah. for Christopher Pike. And he, it was like his kid was like a Mike Flanagan fan or something. And so he like convinced Christopher Pike to take a meeting because Christopher Pike is like a recluse now in like his, you know, Santa Barbara YA mansion. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like, he he agreed to do it and i'm sure he got shit ton of money from netflix so hopefully i mean i don't know i don't care okay um oh and then she and gwyneth and i mean this is my best but i am grading it on a curve gwyneth ends with like a roomy quote which like basic yeah whatever um no yeah no this was this was my actual best and then when i looked at my list I just like had forgotten to write it down. So I was like, oh shit, I better pick something. Mm-hmm. And then I just said something that came to mind. Great. But I forgot that I wanted to say, talk about this. Well, we did it. We talked about it. We sure did. Uh, I do like how reflective I, cause I, one of, and I realized this, one of my major flaws as a person is being unable or unwilling to reflect upon the past in any meaningful way god i wish i had that problem i obsess over it and i have a i think it's gonna kill me i am the opposite i'm deeply afraid of confronting anything that happened in the past and i just like to move it along and i don't like to think about aging and i don't so much healthier than thinking about it is it okay well maybe look it's like um it's like heather says that eckhart tolle says (laughs) That like all you have is the present. Okay, that's good. Like so, n- the present is the only thing that exists. Yeah, I mean, I well, I'm not that evolved because I definitely worry and stress about the future. I see. Um, but I, yeah, maybe yeah, the past. I'm like, I can't change it. What is what is. I mean, I I guess I have certain regrets in life, but on the whole, um, I don't have any huge regrets and I and yeah but then uh, yeah part of it is just like I don't I don't want to excavate anything because I'm like afraid of what I might find well I feel like if it's not like bubbling up and causing you anxiety then you don't have to worry about it it's like you're fine um cool all right what was our worst my worst was actually stepping outside of goop a little bit into Mm. the world of the LA times Mm. I read an absolutely awful piece about a new gym did you see it no the gym is called hemat h-e-i-m-a-t um it's described in this piece as in quotes it's like equinox meets soho house with a splash of we work then the writer says in response to hearing this I wipe the drool from my chin and inquire how one might gain entry to such a magical place. And the rest of the article is written with that kind of like fake, he's pretending to ironically be intrigued by this, but is actually genuinely deeply intrigued by it. He's the author of the piece is a 29 year old man who writes for the LA times. He signs up for this gym, which costs, it's upstairs from Mother Tongue. What's Mother Tongue? It's a restaurant. Okay. Um, there is... 
he says, okay, he has to pay $550, including registration when he, after he finds out that he's, um, been accepted because before you can join, you have to like go through a process of being accepted. And, um, he starts going every single day. There's a pool. He meets a guy up there and they meet later for like a date of like having drinks at the pool, which I guess you can also do at this gym. Um, and then it gets too popular because people are blowing it up on TikTok. Um, Katy Perry shows up. And then finally he gets relieved because he he finds out that they're starting to cap membership. And I just don't understand how a piece like this. I can almost guarantee that the person who wrote this article considers themselves to be a progressive. And it, I do not understand a world where progressive people, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's a Republican. Maybe he voted for Donald Trump. I don't think so. I don't understand a world where a person who considers themselves to be on like in any way on the left is celebrating the fact that they're a member of a gym that costs over $500 to join and starts even worse than that starts getting upset that like the hoi ploy have caught on and are coming in. That to me is like the most that some, I'm sorry, too many people are coming into your fucking exclusive private club. Yeah. And like, how are these things getting written? Like in 20, like, I just don't who I don't understand American culture. It blows my fucking mind where all you hear is people bitching and complaining about how things are too expensive and like everybody's struggling and everybody's having allegedly some sort of like enlightening moment. But then on the other hand, there is so much fucking like objectification of like wealth and like elite private memberships and just excess like how what exactly is happening <laughs> does it make sense to you because i just no. i just don't get it well it makes sense in the respect that like people have always wanted to like be part of something that feels exclusive and exclusionary and so i'm not really surprised by this at all like of course there's these elite gyms like there are you know elite private clubs or elite restaurants or elite companies whatever you so that's not surprising it the the thing that it's like this and i haven't read the article but like journalists and this is not the case obviously because like he's like a lifestyle journalist so like yeah he's not like a he's not like a gumshoe like no yeah and like i don't know the lifestyle section that well in the la times but i know like in the new york times there's you know the sunday styles and the thursday styles and stuff and it is a lot of this sort of gawking at rich the real estate section gawking at rich people but also being like super covetous of it and it's like bizarre it's just like the tone is like i don't understand the tone yeah, and like also, I can guarantee full disclosure, you. Mm. Of course, I am a member of Equinox. I can't pretend that I'm not while I'm having this shit talking fuzz. Yeah, and the Equinox is really expensive. Um, but it's not like also, any anyone who will pay the membership or pay the monthly fees can join. It's not like you have to apply to be a member of Equinox. You don't have to apply to be a member, although whatever this is, this like application thing seems to me like marketing bullshit and they would just like make you wait two weeks and then send you a thing and sure. say, "You're congratulations, you're in." I don't think it's probably that hard to get into. Um 
And I understand also because like exercise is for most people, it is like a chore. Um, and it's something you like, feel like you want to do, but you don't actually want to do. So anything that you can find that makes you actually excited to work out or to exercise or to move around is like valuable. And I agree. So like, that's why I joined Equinox because like, I hate, uh, like, I don't want to go and feel like I want to be someplace nice when I'm doing it. And I don't even go. I, my membership has been on hold for like months because I'm waiting for the one in studio city to open anyway. But that's why I joined Equinox. And I do love like the little luxuries of it. And I, it does make me feel better. And it makes me like kind of excited to go as yeah. opposed to going to like a LA fitness or whatever, but I could join an LA fitness. I don't know. But and like, I don't think I'm going to keep my membership once it expires. Cause it's just like, it's too expensive, but like, you know, it was like nice to try for a year. Okay. Um, but then like this place has a bar in it. Yeah. It's as much happening? a social club as it is. I mean, that, I, I, that doesn't surprise me either. Like those fan, these fancy places all have, you know, restaurants, bars. I know like New York health and racket club, like all these places, whatever. Uh, I guess I don't, I just, I'm not surprised by it, but I imagine that the tone, cause at least if you're writing about these places, you want to, I, I would think you'd want to have sort of a wry knowing tone that is as much sort of poking fun at the excess as it is covetous of it. And I know like we all are covetous of rich people and the things that they get to do. So like that is part of human nature, but I do think this person has, if not a responsibility, at least like an artistic responsibility of, of being a little um, more ambivalent about the way he treats it's, this stuff. Okay. Here are the last few paragraphs. Sorry. I'll just read them quickly. Mm. One Saturday, I brave the pool alone. The attendant guides me to an open chaise. Chill house music plays loudly enough to make reading with retention impossible. So I'm just sort of blurring my vision at an article about climate collapse when I hear you stole my chair. I look up to see a guy my age dripping wet and smiling. My heart leaps community. I jolt upward, apologizing. He assures me it's okay. He'll use the next chair. We get to talking about the space, comparing notes, reflecting on our good fortune. I live here now, he half jokes. The vibes are good, so we plan for drinks the following week. We decide we'll meet at, you guessed it, Hemat. H-E-I-M-A-T, by the way. I'm not 100% sure how to say it. We'll grab an $18 cocktail at Mother Tongue because at this point, why go anywhere else? So like, he's acknowledging like, he's can't retain or like pay any attention to like the world collapsing around him and even then in the next paragraph like makes this kind of like sympathetic plea that like he's just looking for friends like community yeah but why would you want to be part of this like that's so gross that like if you want to have a community why seek it from this exclusionary disgusting place I, it's just like why would you want to be friends with any of the people that are there I don't know I don't understand any of it really but like I just kind of wish like Gwyneth Paltrow gets criticized so much and Goop gets criticized so much 
But you would never hear them say like, we couldn't even think about climate change because the house music was making it impossible to concentrate. I mean, you would just not hear it. Like you, yeah. you wouldn't hear them. Like, I think it's more offensive to like, I know I should say something about this, so I'm going to pretend to care about it, but mm-hmm. let's get back to the fabulous part. Like that to me is worse than just not acknowledging it at or all. just like completely compartmentalizing. Like I'm, I feel like Goop would have like a thing about climate change and then would have a thing about this um, gym, but they wouldn't be in the same, like they would just be like, look, we're not going to co- try to conflate these things because they don't go together. And it's just like, let's just, I think that's more genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this guy seems like he's, he, he, part of him knows how ridiculous this is. So he has to. He's like apologizing for it as he does it anyway, which makes you worse. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This just came across my thing and I was like, oh, there's a new gym that's even more expensive and even more exclusive. The whole atmosphere of it sounds suffocating. Like to have to like listen to house music while you're relaxing or trying to read at a pool to these people, I'm sure are all like super body conscious and gross and, and, um, and judgmental if you're not as rich as that. Like, I just, I can't imagine wanting to be part of this community. I can't either. Although I think that this is probably just basically clickbait. It just got yeah. on my nerves. And like, also, I mean, if this guy's like a freelance, is he like a LA Times staffer or a freelance Who journalist? Is Who is Who he? Knows? I don't know. It came, I just like came. But this guy can't, aff- unless he has like family money, like he can't afford, he's a, a journalist. He's not going to be able to afford this. This is all, this is, this is all fake. Well, I feel like that's another thing that's like so annoying because you know that he does have family money and he can't afford it. And those are the only people who are Mm. like work at the LA times anymore. Like the only way to become a journalist at this point is to be born rich and go to like a very expensive Ivy league school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, there, I feel like there are, I, cause I'll, you know, I have, I follow like several, you know, journalists on Twitter and stuff. And a lot of them, you know, talking about unionizing and, and it just seems, especially for a freelance journalist, like the amount of money you're making is so tiny compared to what he's not a journalist. He is a creative based. Oh my God. Okay. So an, an earlier thing in the article, he's like, I open up my grinder app and like, see who's around. and like, no one's right there. Just like one sentence or whatever. And I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Guess what his job is? He's the senior content and design strategist at Grinder. At Grinder, perfect. Then he deserves to be there. Whatever. But I it's mean, an ad. It, the whole article is like a. I think the whole article is like a secret ad for Grinder. Yeah, probably. Like, why can you talk about the uh, whatever? It's weird that he's just like, oh, casually I open, like casually mentioning Grinder, and he doesn't and have to say that it. he works there. Yeah, that's fucked up. And he also worked as a story editor at Snapchat and a pitch designer at something I can't pronounce. Ugh, That's all. What is a story editor at Snapchat? I don't know. He graduated from Georgetown University with a degree in English and film and media studies. And Georgetown. Project. Anyone who went to Georgetown. I mean, no offense, but. Is Georgetown bad? I think it's like very, just like wealthy, conservative. It's like D.C., power hungry monsters that go there i did an improv uh competition at georgetown when i was in college uh, i'm sure and it's guess great. what i fucking won oh congrats thank you i beat them 
slobs versus snobs. I, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, all right. My worst was, I know that you are a big Jennifer Freed fan. I am. I have to say, I stumbled up, I was opening Instagram last week and I stumbled upon some Instagram live of her um, hawking her new I book. I would love to see a Jennifer uh, Instagram live. She is different than I would have expected in person. I mean, on really? Instagram, she was, she, cause she's, she lives in Santa Barbara. Um, she looks like a rich, like a regular, she doesn't look like a kooky astrologer. She looks like a rich lady, <laughs> which I guess is not that surprising. Um, but, and again, she's like, I, I would be horrible at an Instagram live. So I don't want to like judge her for that but it's one of those things where like oh the audio is not on i can't get this person to be on like and again if i had to do an instagram live i'm sure it would be a complete disaster mm-hmm. so i only i only lasted a few minutes but she was hawking this book this new book and she to her credit she's extremely plurific plurific what am i saying she's <laughs> i just had a stroke she's plurific she's terrific she's, she's terrific fantastic plurific jennifer freed she's <laughs> prolific is the word I'm thinking of. She writes a lot of books. Uh, this new one, I mean, she's also, she's always straddle, straddled the fence between self-help and astrology. Right. But right where it belongs. Self-help is bullshit. Anyway, you might as well just make yeah, it astrology. Yeah. So this one, is I mean a, that in a good way, of course, this one's a map to your soul. And it says, um, so it's about it's about using the four elements of it. So it's not your star chart. It's the four elements of astrology, fire, earth, air, and water as a guide. And it seems like her version of like love languages or four agreements or any of these self-help principles that is like, you know, categorizing you in a certain way. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't need it. Cause it's, she's talking about like, uh, you know, earth people are different than us air people i don't even know um we are made of fire earth air and water electrical well, because impulses. like like i'm an i don't even know i always think i'm an aquarius which i always think should be an, a water sign but it's not it's not what is it it's a water bearer but it's an i think it's an air sign oh an air sign okay i'm a i'm an earth sign obviously capricorn like the most boring earthy sign whatever um so she but then she's like i don't know Electrical impulses zap throughout our bodies to stimulate our muscle cells and fire our neurons. Our carbon-based bodies are built from the very same blocks as stones and soil. We can only go three minutes without air and our body weight is 60% water. So she's just like pontificating on like air, water, earth, like blah, blah, blah. Like look at the trees, you know, breathe air. A lot of the time people will get on the internet and just start kind of saying bullshit, kind of like us, but like they will really just just say like whatever and they get a huge audience people are like that makes sense to me i'm okay i mean if if (laughs) someone was like oh you have to write like if i got a book deal and they're like you have to write a 300 page book in however many months i would just start typing and who knows what would come out you know i don't like well i mean i guess if it's like non if it's a non-fiction self-help book you really can say whatever you want you can say whatever you want yeah so then she equates how so she equates people being like not in touch with their own sort of four elements with why climate change is happening. So she says, okay, in in our culture, we've forgotten to recognize our elemental connection to everything around us. And then she has this sort of straw man argue. She says, some might argue that this is a main reason why we now face intense and escalating climate change. 
which brings drought, floods, forest fires, and deadly storms. It's like, she's like, Merriam-Webster defines climate change as, <laughs> like, it's like just getting that word count up. Yeah. As well as a <laughs> widespread contamination of earth, air, and why don't you... <laughs> Oh like, my god! You know but like, are. oh, because we have four elements, so that's a that's impacting the four elements of the earth. Or yeah, something? if we're not in touch with our own internal four elements, how are we gonna like save the earth? But we don't. But change? like, the external elements are real, and the internal ones are not. <laughs> well, no, but like, she's saying because we're all like we're sixty percent water. We are carbon-based life forms, which is a molecule, which is of the earth. Like we breathe in air. Um, we can light of fire i don't know but she's saying like we are all these elements too it's science okay. and spirituality <laughs> a little less science. a little of both um mm. but then i just like this instagram live she was just on her beautiful and again this is just pure jealousy i'm not trying to deny it her beautiful santa barbara patio overlooking the ocean and i'm like you're a fucking astrologer and a author like what why how are you rich too how are all these people so rich they're rich before they're already rich like they would be if they just did nothing they would be no, rich because so, like like you I'm have sure to that... be rich to being rich is the barrier for entry to do this work not the other way around yeah because like i'm sure these books are somewhat popular but she's not jk rowling she's not like buying a santa barbara mansion on the back of these books um yeah, no, she's not. So she was already rich. She's, she was already rich. She was already rich. Good for her. All right. of these people were already rich. They're just all, it's like her, Rick Caruso, Gwyneth Paltrow, Meghan Markle, Oprah. They're just like, they're just in Santa Barbara having fun. I know why Gwyneth is rich. I know why Meghan is rich. And I know why Oprah is rich. That's true. Jennifer Freed. Well, Rick Caruso, I know why he's rich. I don't know actually how he, like he didn't just, it wasn't just like rags to riches. Like I'm going to, invent the grove <laughs> like he had to have been rich before too he must have been rich before too i mean like well they all start i mean i don't think megan started rich no megan started like super middle like she was like val she worked at like frozen yogurt valley. yeah she was like a valley girl yeah. oprah didn't start rich no, oprah definitely didn't she started Her some poor. say very poor yeah so yeah um, that's good for them and Gwyneth, of course, started rich. Yeah, but Je Jennifer Freed, I have to imagine she started rich. But actually, you never know. I mean, like some of these people, I mean, I just listened to uh, Heather's podcast where she talked about going to the Eckhart Tolle show. Mm. And and I did read his book like I years ago. I it, but I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Um, I actually on her recommendation like a bazillion years ago. Um, and... She said that he's worth like, I don't remember, but he's super, super rich. Yeah. And he started out like a bum on a bench, right? Allegedly. Yeah. That Alleg he yeah. had like a spiritual awakening in Germany and mm. had absolutely nothing and built it all up through like public speaking and stuff. So, I mean, I think that there's like money in this, like, oh, cause sure. people want it so bad. I wonder how much Marianne Williamson is worth. Oh, she's worth a ton. I mean, she started out. She wasn't like rich, rich, but like she was, her dad was like a lawyer. Like she was like comfortably upper middle class for sure. What did, how did she get into the whole, oh, I don't know. I don't well, we don't have to talk about middle. I mean, it was like a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> Cause she was like a, you know, she was like an aspiring actress and stuff in New York in the seventies and like. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. She started as an actress and then got into the yeah. whatever thing. That she uh, anyway, Jennifer Freed. 
if you, I mean, God bless, but I'm not going to read this fucking book. I've never read, read any Jennifer Freed. I mean, you know, I have my favorites, Jennifer mm. Freed, the tools guys, Marianne Williamson, of course, like I do have like my favorite, like spiritual gurus within the goop world. I've never read any of their books except for, I think I read one Marianne Williamson. I read a couple Marianne Williamson. I do. I really, I read sort of hate reading the, um, the one about weight loss that was like really problematic. Oh Yeah. <laughs> uh it's not great and I read her like original um is it just a course in miracles like the one that's based on it's yeah I can't remember she's return has to so love. many yeah I don't know the one that I read was like one of the lesser I think it was like a it was like just another like follow-up yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think they probably all kind of say the same thing oh yeah yeah okie doke okay what was your craziest Okay. My craziest was something I posted last night on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So they did another like, um, vibrator roundup, like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Uh, it's to be expected. The picture accompanying this article is like a woman on her knees, leaning back, kind of like she's trying to like stretch out her upper thighs naked, of course. And from her pubis is a rocket exploding into space leaving behind a giant cloud of smoke that look like it's just an extremely phallic image and then it looks almost like it's on a movie screen and in the foreground is like a uh, an MST 3000 style. Is that what that show is called? Oh yeah. 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 Style like Theater. silhouette of an audience that I think is a man with two children <laughs> watching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, it, so it's like some intense Photoshop work. And it's so funny. Like, cause I, I saw their post and I took a screenshot me too. And I was like, oh, I need to post this on our um, our Instagram story. And then when I went to post it, I saw you had already just posted it. Yeah, because I mean, how could we not? Yeah. And this was, okay. So this was, yeah, on the Goop. This was just on the Goop website, on the Goop Instagram. They, right? I think they, I they think took, they took it, it down. down. They took it down because it's not there anymore. It's not uh, there anymore. And on the website, uh, the children are edited out. Oh, okay. They're not there anymore. They're not there anymore. The, I see. So, I, I might've seen it after they edited out the children because the, the audience of silhouettes, it seemed very like Lynchian, like Twin Peaks Returns like that. Do you remember? Did you watch that show? No. There, Wait, so there no, was a, go, go look at our Instagram stories right now. It's on oh, there. It's still there. Um, Cause on that show, there is an episode that is sort of like the, the um the origin of everything evil in the world that happened like during the um atomic bomb testing in los alamos new mexico yeah. and it's this very like eerie scene of these like shadow people uh after like the bomb goes off and i was like oh that's what i was like is this a direct reference to this or just nothing i don't know yeah oh yeah now i'm seeing the um yeah, there's like a whole family. It's a, a father with children. There's a I think there's like a dog. I think there might be a dog. 
just watching this giant woman with a rocket coming out of her vagina. Yeah. And the rocket again, looks like a penis. Absolutely. So I don't really, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't know what they're going for. I, and then the comments on it were entirely like, are those kids? Why are there kids? <laughs> are those children? And I'm going to say that again was my main complaint. Like I'm all for artistic license. I don't care, you know, do whatever. And like, even if you wanted to make that as like an art piece that was going to like hang in a museum, I would be like, oh, interesting. I would not be upset about it. It's just kind of weird as like a graphic to accompany a a blog post to sell vibrators. That's a little weird. I really think whoever the graphic designer is like, just didn't think to like, I almost, but they had to have made the choice to add this audience to the picture. Like, I don't think it was like a, a clip art stock image photo of a, a naked woman with the audience and then they just added think, the rocket ship i think it was i think it was something like that like obviously it's not clip art but i think it was from like i think the person designed the image and was like you know it would be really cool if we made it like it's on a screen or something and there's like an audience watching and that was kind of like the audience that they mm, could get they quickly saw, yeah. from whatever source they had so they just used it without thinking oh there are kids in the audience <laughs> so they just like put it on that's what I think must have happened because I don't think anybody would intentionally design it to have children in children. it what were the, com- were the comments all about just why are there children here? Yeah, or- and I regret not taking a screenshot of that too. Cause I, I, I was like, I took a picture cause I was like, oh, they're going to take this down yeah. and they did. But, um, I didn't get the comments, which I do regret. Cause they were a hundred percent like, um, are those kids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that like some are good, you know, right-wing QAnon friends saw this right. so they see can... I don't want to be like a QAnon person and I don't want to be scandalized by goop posting I just no. like I hate that I don't I like to be very like you know cosmopolitan and progressive about whatever goop does I like to be very like sensible about it I like to like kind of laugh at people who get easily scandalized by goop but I was like that's really stupid I mean it's just like dumb to post yeah. if nothing else and I don't and it, it it's not like the you know $500 diapers or something I don't think that they were even really trying to get that big of exactly. a reaction I think this was just like a straight up this oh, was we, a fuck up yeah this was a fuck up and like there's a difference and and I can tell and you can tell like the 500 diapers I think we both immediately clocked as like oh that's a publicity stunt yeah and but it was like sort of was dumb publicity stunt but it was still like they got what they were going for which is publicity yeah this one I mean I guess they're always trying to be provocative with the vibrator stuff but like yeah I don't this was like an unforced error that's what I think and then this was also my craziest I also am sort of angry because they literally the the title of this article is ranking our most powerful vibrators and then you click it and it's not ranking anything it's just listing the vibrators I want a top 10 list I want to say you this can't is the look you can't expect them to actually do anything for anything they say to actually mean what you think it's yeah. going to mean. Right. It's not, they say stuff is new and it's not, they say stuff is ranked and it's not, it's just, it is it's what just it words. is. It's just words. It's all just words. It's all just words. Cause I wanted to see, okay, what is that? Like I, a scientific analysis of like the whatever gigawatts or whatever, how many, like how deep 
and hard well, to just plow you in regards to the other <laughs> vibrators. I mean, I guess you're never going to get that because everyone's going to have their own response. Yeah. Everybody is on their own journey with vibrators. So I guess you can really rank. And I also think it's funny, like when women, and again, like if women are shopping for a vibrator, do they say, oh, I want the most powerful one? That seems I like- I think it's different. Like some women are like, I want the most powerful one. Some are like, oh, I want like a very specific like yeah. sensation or like some people want to be like penetrated and some don't. Yeah, so, yeah. Like everybody wants something different. We explored every vibrator category from palm to wand and narrowed it down to the seven toys that deliver the strongest buzz. It is funny that rock. See, when I saw the first, when I saw the picture, I didn't even see the rock. I thought it was literally like the atomic bomb. I didn't realize it was just a rocket ship. It looked to me it was like a huge dick, <laughs> like and a mushroom like, cloud, <laughs> like a ball sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I and I mean, obviously, that's what it's supposed to look like. I guess. But why would the dick and the balls be coming out of the, like, as if she, it's like a. Well, where it is, is like, looks like a dick and balls. Yeah. yeah. Gender. And like ID. women, I mean, like, you know, people with vaginas don't, like, no one is, no one with a vagina is having an orgasm sitting in that position. I wouldn't think so. That's not like a sex position. That's just like a. I don't know what well, that what is. What was last last week? We talked about that woman who was masturbating in the lotus position with her feet. Right, which is also gross and weird to me. But like, this isn't even that. No, I th yeah, this was just thoughtless and like last minute, without thinking, which is lazy. And Goop should know better, but they don't, obviously. Um, I don't know what it means. It is funny how fast they took it down. <laughs> Yeah, I think they were just like, there's kids on that. Take it down. Yeah, take it yeah. down. <laughs> oh, God. Okie doke. Anyway. Uh, all right. What would you try? Oh, I would try the five-day um, wellness retreat in the Maldives. Although oh, I will no. say that this seemed almost like too much. It's to me. Okay. So the Maldives is obviously very aspirational. I'm so glad that Erica Chidi got a great vacation because she works really hard on the podcast and she deserves a good vacation. I also like the Maldives. It is the classic um, tennis player vacation for their off season. Oh, and they all classic. go to the Maldives for some reason. I don't even know why. A but lot of people go to the Maldives. I, it's one of those places where I'm like, I'm sure it's pretty, but it's so far away and so expensive for what seems to amount to uh, I'm just going to, sit and hang out and rest vacation where I'm like, you could do that. Like I could go to Palm Springs, honestly, and like do the same. Right. Thing. I mean, I am not a, like, I'm not a chill out vacation person. I'm a very, like, I like to go to like cities and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like more of an active vacation person when I go on vacation, except for like, you know, a couple times a year, we'll go to like, you know, some like, we'll like get like a cabin or something yeah, and just yeah. like chill out. But like for something like this, like I would always rather go to like a city or like even like someplace with like beautiful countryside, but that's still like intellectually stimulating in some way. I'm not really like a lie around person, vacation person, but this, I think 
I mean, obviously no one is going just for this one resort. People go for all kinds of reasons, but like the, I think that this is about specifically this like wellness retreat mm-hmm. that she went to and like talking about what they have there. And I think being in like a wellness retreat changes it a little bit because it kind of gives you more of like a, a purpose. A purpose yeah. It's, it um, doesn't sound relaxing to me though. To me, it sounds like so healthy that it would not be fun like this breakfast that she says that she has I'm sorry like that I do not want that on vacation what was it she had a chia and spinach smoothie plus Mm. poached eggs with salmon roe avocado and sweet potato like I could that's like if I without the salmon roe that's just like a breakfast I would have anyway yeah, and I would never have vacation, poached eggs. I'd have like you want to indulge, but it's like yeah, or just like if if you're gonna have like a healthy breakfast, like I don't know. See, I'm like give me like a light breakfast and then like send me off on my day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have like I don't know. It just sounded so depressing. And then you know she gets in the hot tub. That sounds nice. Does a lot of skincare. Obviously, that's really nice all the body treatments. Yes. Like all of this stuff sounds really nice, but like, you know, there are just like elements of it that just seem they're just too much. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it would be to, to have to take five days and to feel like, okay, I'm spending thousands of dollars. I need to feel healthier at the end of this five days than I did at the beginning is like too much pressure. And that's, I don't know. I feel when you're on vacation, you want to let loose, or I do. I want to have, you know, pancakes for breakfast. I want to have Mai Tais constantly. Um, she says when she first got there, oh, this is what put me off too. She got a gentle anchoring four pillars massage and the, to help her soften into the island. The four pillars are mind, skin, microbiome, and energy. And I'm like, you can't get a microbiome massage. And the thought of that is disgusting. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Micro, yeah. And like you and energy. Is that just like know. an enema or like a, cl- like a. No, I'm sure it's just like some sort of weird, like pressure point thing. Um, like, I'm sure it's just like a massage that feels nice. It probably, I mean, you know, it doesn't really do anything, but I don't know. It's just like not, uh, yeah. it's just like a bit much. Although that said. Like if I could go for free, like if I was like a wellness journalist oh, yeah. and I like had to go, I'd be like, oh fuck yes. If Goop but was if like, I we're had to, send you to this place for sure. Yeah, but if I was like paying, I would be like, uh. no. And I'm sure that this resort just paid for her to do it. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. this is obviously like a spawn. Yeah. Mm. So in that case, good for her. Yeah, I don't know. I. My my friend just went on his sister for his birthday got him like um a weekend long yoga retreat by like Arrowhead. Oh, that's nice. And he went and then he left early because it was like too much. He was like, "This is not. This is too stressful." Really? See, yeah, yeah I think I would get a little sick of it. Like, yeah. I can't be because the thing is, like, whenever I'm doing anything like truly like wellness focused, like getting a massage doing any type of like meditation thing or even working out, I always feel a little bit like an imposter. Like Mm. the real me is like such a piece of shit. (laughs) And like, I need to always have access to like 
you know, the true me, which is just like some snarky little bitch who wants to like talk shit. That's the real me. I'm sorry. Like I'm not, I can't fully give myself over to this without kind of rolling my eyes at the very least. Yeah. And like, I just couldn't be fully immersed in it for that long. I would go insane. Yeah. Like a one, a one day or a few hours is nice, but a whole weekend and especially like the rest of the people around you. I don't know. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be for me. I couldn't do it. I could do it for like, if I was in the Maldives and then I went there for a day, that might mm, be nice for, for sure. an afternoon, but I'm not staying there for five days. And so much when I travel, I literally uh, center my vacation around food and meals and what I'm going to have. And like that takes taking that all off the table is just like, what am I even traveling for at that point? I know when Brian uh, and I go on vacation, we literally just go thrifting. That's all we do. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. That's I love like going to antique shops and stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Have you ever been to Cambria on the central coast? No. Great. Antiquing. Oh, really? Maybe really, we go. Yeah, a whole town of just antique and thrift shop after thrift shop. My parents like, yeah. went and they were like, it's just for old people. <laughs> oh, it is absolutely for old people. 100%. But that's me. Yeah, it's because it's um, it's for Republic. It's like, um, it's the weekend getaway for Bakersfield people because it's uh. on the same latitude. It's on the coast, <laughs> but it's on the same latitude as Bakersfield. I see. And there's like a little highway that's like direct Bakersfield to Cambria. Oh. So there's a big Bakersfield influence. And yet it's like supposed to be this like cute little wine town, but it's, mm. it's, it's straight up Bakersfield, which is a good combo, I think. Oh, it's the perfect combo. Yeah. All right. We'll have to go. Anyway. Um, okay. But, but, but what would I try? Oh, okay. So I said uh, briefly that grain article made me want to try this Smitten Kitchen recipe that has nothing to do with Caitlin. Um, and then there was also an apple roundup, which I swear has to be old. I feel like they do this apple roundup every year about like what type of apples to use for what things. Um, but they did have a, again, this is another goop mistake. They have a pork recipe that it's called roasted pork tenderloin with apples. And yet in the recipe, in the body of the recipe itself, it tells you to use a loin, not a tenderloin. Those are like two different cuts. And the picture is of a loin, not a tenderloin. It's a loin. It's a loin. Like if you cooked a tenderloin for that long, it would be overcooked. Like they need to really do some proofreading, guys. Like, give me a break. Well, you know, they don't know. What they don't. Yeah. About. But don't just. Yeah. Anyway, it's a loin, but it looked good. It was like a one pot. You roast the loin with a bunch of apples, blah, blah, blah. Good fall. Because after today, with my corn and zucchini and farro and mozzarella cheese casserole I'm making, that's the last of the summer vegetables. I'm transitioning to fall. I bought my first apple this week. Oh, I've been buying apples all summer. You know, oh. they're in season in the summer, too. Yeah, I just don't like, like, I much prefer, like, berries and stone fruit to apples. So sure, I like, but it's like, you know, you got to mix it up. Mm, I'll, okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I eat my apples in the fall, and I don't like it. I would much rather have any other type of fruit and yet I I submit to the seasons. So I fucking love apples and I eat them all the time. They're really good for you. Year round. I had a I had a pink lady this week. It was good. Actually I had it for breakfast this morning. Good. Wasn't bad. Okie doke. Uh what would you buy? Okay, so I I have been, as you know, I've been like having royal fever since Elizabeth died and da 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 da. 
And I found somebody did online like a Meghan Markle makeup tutorial. And is this real? I don't know. She's like, these are the products that Meghan Markle really uses. And it was like mostly Chanel stuff. But one thing that this woman said that Meghan Markle likes is the RMS Living Luminizer. And I am a fan of RMS Beauty. I've purchased other stuff from goop before and then I kind of like got over it and was like maybe all natural makeup is fake or something I don't know but now that I'm like wait oh you know what I got I think I got the uncover up and I think it was okay Mm -hmm. did I have the living room I don't know look it doesn't matter it's neither here nor there the point is I'm re into RMS beauty products and I think I'm gonna buy a bunch it's good enough for the Duchess of Sussex. Sussex. Apparently, King Charles snubbed, like he wouldn't allow Meghan to come to some dinner, and so Harry didn't go to the dinner. I, I could a, tell you. I, I could tell you. I could tell you all of it. I don't. I don't yeah, I really don't care. You don't want to know. I used to be when I was a kid. I think I like was enamored by power, and like tradition more as a kid and I really was into like the royal stuff and now it just truly disgusts me my big conspiracy theory is that all of the Harry and Meghan stuff is just well first of all I think it's all complete bullshit and the people who are obsessed with it are literally insane and also I think that um the royal family wants to like keep the drama going with them because as long as they're like tabloid fodder yeah. and they're like kind of relevant, then people care about them and don't want them to go away. Even if people like they're like the Kardashians, like even if everybody hates them, like, you know, people are paying attention to them That's and that true. gives them power. But also, shockingly, they really do hate Megan and Harry in England. I looked at like some of the polling and they are very unpopular and they fucking love the king. It's funny. And like <laughs> and everybody else. The- I mean, the Megan haters are obviously crazy because a lot of it is like just super racist and like gross. But yeah. then the like Megan lovers are like also insane. They're also crazy. It's like to really like any of these people is psychotic. Yeah. But I do just like think Megan is pretty and like dresses cool. And like that's fine. She's what? Is pretty and dresses cool. Oh, she is very pretty and she dresses cool. I still like, I don't think she's like an admirable person. Like, no, 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 no at all like she's just like a none of them are an actress that married this rich guy and now is like super powerful herself yeah it's like she's just sort of a blank slate she's nothing she's nobody well I think Kate is the real blank slate well she is she's completely submitted to the company line which is I guess her job it's her job I actually think that she's doing like a good like I think that that's what she's supposed to do is just be like completely like and I also think that like you know I only care about like what they're wearing and stuff of course I like how Megan dresses like a little bit better than Kate but I think that Kate's style is like I think that it's very good for what she's doing and I think they really like it and it's very like British and it like I think that there's just like it's just a different culture with different tastes like I'm American and I like how Megan dresses yeah she both Kate and William are just I mean they seem so much older than they are they're I think they're like younger than I am and they're like they're no they're not I mean well maybe I think they're both like 40 yeah I think or I think William is 39 and she's 40 and then no 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 
they must both be in their 40s because Harry just turned 38. Well, William is like a few months younger than me. I know that because he was. Are like, they that close in he's age? He's a summer. Yeah. Um, I, well, anyway, anyway, they. Look, I know Megan is the oldest one. And, She's oh, yeah, 42. Yeah, yeah. I think. William was so hot. I know. I do think it's sort of hot that he likes to get pegged, though. I have to say that. I, I don't believe that's true. You don't? I mean, it might be true, but I think that all of those stories about like, oh, the royal person had this like weird sexual that's, tryst is yeah. like, I think was always bullshit. Uh, anyway, a boy can dream. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh, oh, there was a really cute little workout video that Goop posted today or this week that this little cute gay exercise guy named Grayson Gilbert is going through this like jump rope um workout that's old oh it's old well it was on the fucking thing i don't know is it i think that's old it might be uh they're selling this this 55 dollar jump rope that has half pound weights on it so it's like jump rope plus and i just i liked his attitude i liked his he was it's like um it's really intense workout but he's very like nurturing it's very like that that peloton aesthetic of of empowerment not that I'm ever going to do, I don't think I have, if I, I don't think I have like room in my apartment to like really do a jump, jump rope workout. So I won't do it, but maybe one day when I have a giant. In my old apartment, there was this girl that used to go jump rope in the parking lot every day. And I always thought it was like kind of obnoxious and I still do. Frankly, Yeah. I mean, I guess I could go to the park and do it. I mean, I could do it. It feels so like, again, to borrow another phrase from Heather cork burger like i get that you're trying to work out and i respect it but like come on i don't know yeah i mean, I mean to it, go do it outside where everyone can see you is like let's just knock it off like but who why has are you trying room to get in their to house to like do a whole jump rope thing i feel like i you d- have I've to been, have a yard a backyard to, that's private backyard not you know us you know the proletariat doesn't have a backyard so we have no. to go to public spaces and do it anyway i won't do it but maybe I do need to figure out some sort of little exercise regimen I I can do on my days off of tennis because I end up just like not moving my body at all. And then I like have trouble sleeping on those days. But don't you work, don't you play tennis like five or six days a week? I do like, yeah, four to five. Um, But those other days where I'm not doing anything, I'll do like, you know, 10 minutes of yoga. I guess I could just do like longer yoga or something. I don't know. Whatever whatever um, um all right we're coming to the end of the road yeah. you you have to go work out i know and i, I have to go work out now so that i have time to see <laughs> don't worry darling see, don't worry don't, you're doing don't worry darling tonight i'm doing woman king tonight um tomorrow i'm gonna do a, a blonde a matinee of blonde if you want to if you want to do it with i me. can't i have to pick my brother up oh, from the airport. Brother, yeah. oh fuck i missed my workout oh what? I thought it was at 1230. It was at 12. It's right oh, now. Oh, no. After all that. After all that. Fuck. What am I going to do? Oh, well. Jump just... rope. Cancel reservation. Thank God they're not going to fucking charge me. Oh, that sucks. No, they're not. Okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Well, anyway. <laughs> Better go to the park and. I guess I'm going to have to be. I'll be out jumping rope with the quirk burgers <laughs> for my workout. Sorry to just be taking Heather's personality today, but. Oh, whatever. She's a sparkling personality. That's right. Um, okay, doke. Let's let's end.
Okay, let's podcast. end. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry if our grocery store thing was boring. Tell us if you think it was boring. Let us know. We won't be offended. If you think it was fun, also let us know because then we're going to definitely want to do it more. Because like Maybe it. next time we'll do a video and we'll put yeah, it on okay, like okay, Patreon okay. or something. Because then it'll be like more, I don't know, interesting. More interesting. Oh, I also have to thank you everyone who chimed in. I should have mentioned this earlier. Everyone who chimed in about pan or no pan in the fridge. Oh, yeah. I, I was in the vast minority. I would say 95% of our listeners are anti-pan. I, I was, there were some pan fans one or two in there. Pan, one or two pans. A few pan apologists. Um, but John and I are of a united in a united household. We are both pro pan, so that's, that's all, that matters. all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, okay, uh, we will talk to you. Oh, our podcast next week uh, will be a little late. Oh, we're gonna re- we're gonna release it on Sunday, Sunday or Monday, yeah, or Monday, and it's my fault. Okay, sorry. It's your brother's fault. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.